This is an Equity Bates Media podcast. Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and get a unique WordPress website or store right away. From there, you can customize your design, colors, and content. And Bluehost automatically helps you get found in search engines like Google and Bing. From step-by-step guidance to suggested plugins, Bluehost makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Go to bluehost.com slash wondersuite. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Equity Mind. I will say this about investing. Everything you do learn is cumulative. What I learned at 20 is you Welcome to another episode of Equity Mates, a podcast that follows our journey of investing. Whether you're an absolute beginner or approaching Warren Buffett status, our aim is to help break down the barriers from beginning to dividend. My name is Bryce, and as always, I am joined by my equity buddy, Ren. How's it going? I'm very good, Bryce. Very excited for this episode. We've uh, been rolling out the community watch list recently. We've had plenty of people from the Equity Mates community on the show adding stocks to the watch list. Mm-hmm. And today I'm bringing one to the table. You are. It is um, about time you brought something oh, to the table. Big talk from you. <laughs> about time you brought something to the table. I look forward You've to been... your addition to the watch list Yeah, soon. it's coming. Uh, it's going to be my birthday pitch, actually. The big birthday dirty 30. Pitch. Wow. Yeah. I'm going to st- pitch 30 stocks in 30, 30 stocks. minutes. What about 30 stocks for 30 years in 30 minutes? Sure. Done. That's all right. That's the episode title. But anyway, <laughs> let's uh, let's just absolutely crack straight into it. We all know what the community watch list is all about. You're going to pitch a stock. Talk us through how you researched it. Yeah. Now, and uh, hold on. I- I'm going to try and make it not a monologue. Yeah. Before we do, we do have a live show coming up. It is just a one-off in Sydney. So, apologies to everyone in other states. However, we are accommodating you. So, the live show is the 29th of April. Uh, you can head over to Facebook or to Eventbrite. You'll be able to see all the details there. Um, tickets go on sale today uh, at 9am on the 12th. Uh, tickets go on sale. But for people in other states or who can't get tickets, there is also a live stream that you can sign up to. So head over to our socials and check it out there. It's going to be fun. It's an industry deep dive in an industry themed uh, location. It's called uh, Equity Mates and Stake Present All Access. Yes. And it is uh, an industry deep dive, as Alex said. Four panel members, uh, one industry, which is the beverages and alcohol industry. For those that are lucky enough to attend on the night, the ticket includes a bar tab, a bunch of food, and uh, access to some investment information that you would otherwise might not be able to get. Um, but as as Alex said, it is available online as well, so stream in. All right, that's enough. Let's add this stock to the community watch list. So there's going to be a bit of narrative here because... The more I looked in this, the more it just blew my mind what was going on. So, um, I'll tell you the company up front. Uh, the company is Veolia, yep. the uh, uh, multinational giant water and waste company. 
Um, What's the ticker? So the ticker is VIE, and it trades in on the in Paris in France. Um, now, geez, making it tough. What do you mean? Who who can buy something on the French stock exchange? Uh, IG, Comsec. <laughs> uh, I assume the other banks. IG same price. Is it? Uh, yeah. Is it guaranteed in IG? What do you mean? Do they do? Have, do they have the French? I own a German stock through IG, so I'm going to assume you can own a French stock fair, as well. Yeah. Anyway, I interrupt. Sorry, you going. did interrupt. That was very rude of you. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so there's a bit of backstory here. So how I came across this stock in August last year, Veolia announced an intention to acquire 29.9% of Suez, which is another giant water and waste company, also based in France, uh, and they announced their intention to. A, acquire the whole company. Now, this piqued my interest because to my mind, Suez and Veolia are two giants of the waste industry. It, it would be like Coles and Woolies merging. Um, at least that's how it was in my mind. And, you know, it's not just a duopoly, but they're giant and they're about the same size as well. Um, and so I thought surely like French competition authorities, competition authorities around the world would have a problem with these two giants, um, I guess, merging. Uh, well, Veolia acquiring Suez. And so I started doing some research on it. And what has happened since August last year is just a giant, like, global corporate battle that has included, you know, the French Prime Minister getting involved, Suez selling assets just to spite Veolia, Suez putting a poison pill in uh, their business, like, just all this crazy stuff. So I'm going to talk, talk through it a little bit. But I also, so I was looking at the two companies and I was looking on Simply Wall Street, the um, stock analysis tool. It had Veolia listed 50% undervalued to its fair value. Do you believe that? Well, it's rare that you find a company, especially such a big public liquid company, having a 50% discount to fair value. So the current price uh, was it is 22.33 euros. Uh, and Simply Wall Street had fair value at 45 euros. Did you look under the hood? Yeah, I did. I did. I'll get to the, f- the numbers in- towards the end of this episode because I want to tell you this story because it's crazy. But looking at Simply Wall Street definitely piqued my interest. Um, I also looked at Simply Wall Street and looked at Suez and looked at fair value there. Suez trading about 18 euros and it had fair value. Simply Wall Street had fair value at about 21 and a half euros. Uh, which is interesting because uh, Simply Wall Street and Su- the Suez board of directors agree, uh, but disagree with what Veolia think fair value is. And interesting. That, that's part of the reason on uh, for for this corporate battle. They're fighting about three or four euros a share in in share price and acquisition price. So some context on these two companies. Um, Veolia is massive. One hundred seventy nine thousand employees. 685 waste facilities globally, 3,300 drinking water production plants, 2,700 wastewater treatment plants, 2,100 industrial sites where they produce energy, either waste to energy, landfills where they capture gas and turn it into energy, um, you know, or wastewater plants where they create energy. So massive, 179,000 employees. Um, Suez, less clear about the number of facilities. Got a real gripe with Suez's investor relations website, to be honest, but that's a story for another day. Yes. <laughs> but um, they got about eight, 89,000 employees. So also just a giant of a company. Mm. Um, 
I had just I, I did some just to give you the context of the industry. I had a look at Ticker, yeah, uh, which is is gr- a great source for raw data, and it's T-I-K-R. only T I K R. Yeah, it's only in beta. So if people want to follow along at home, you do have we we have a way to skip the queue. It's free. Um, so if you go to Ticker T I K R dot com slash Equity Mates, you can um jump the queue and actually use it today. So uh, the big, the biggest waste management companies in the world. There are a big three in the US. Um, all of these numbers I've converted to Aussie dollars. Um, waste management biggest in the world, seventy-three billion market cap. Republic Services, forty-two billion market cap. Waste Connections, thirty-eight billion market cap. They're all listed in the US. Then the next big two are Veolia and Suez. Veolia. $20 billion market cap, Suez, $18 billion market cap. I mean, and they're still pretty small relative to the big dogs. Yeah, and the weird thing is like- Waste management, $72 billion Yeah, waste management. Love the creativity they put into the name. <laughs> <laughs> the interesting thing for me as well, and this is a bit of a side note, but waste management and republic services are US. Like they're, mm. they're not multinational and yet they're- you know, 2x and 3x bigger than these two multinational players. A lot of consumers over a in the US. A lot of consumers over yeah. in the US. <laughs> but- Interesting. So if this merger goes ahead between Veolia and Suez, it'd take them to just shy of the second largest company by market cap. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think, and people might correct me if I'm wrong, but I would say it's incredibly rare that a company that is... You know, a twenty billion dollar company acquires an eighteen billion dollar company. Like mm. that—that's rare. The mergers, maybe, but um, like an, an acquisition of a company about the same size of you is rare. Yeah, yeah. Uh, for context, Clean Away Australia's biggest waste company is five billion dollar market cap, so yeah. about a quarter of the size of Veolia. So it's actually bigger than I thought it would be for Clean Away. Really? Yeah. There you go. Well, they've—they're Australia only. Australia owned. Yeah. 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 They had a massive stock jump recently as part of this whole fight. Where does, where does Bingo sit? Smaller than Clean Away. Yeah. 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 So, um, rubbish stock. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Continue. All right. Now, this is. <laughs> so, what's happened? There's a dog fight. There's a dog fight. This is a serious corporate battle. Um, and so, jump in because there's a lot of detail here. Um, so,. August last year, Veolia acquired 29.9% of Suez or announced they're going to acquire that, say that they're going to try and acquire the whole company. Suez get angry, call the bid unsolicited. The Veolia chairman goes on French TV and says he won't rule out a hostile takeover, instantly uh, puts them you know, uh, at odds with each other. French unions get out on the streets and lead Suez workers in demonstrations against uh, Veolia's takeover. And at the same time, Suez really takes the spite up to 11 and starts selling assets uh, just really to to screw with Veolia. They sell 1.1 billion uh, euro worth of um, subsidiaries in Germany, Poland, Netherlands, Luxembourg. Veolia are ropeable. And to make that clear, they're doing that so that if uh, a takeover does eventuate, the Veolia will be taking over Suez with far less assets on its books than if it it had happened uh, without that happening. Yeah, Uh, while at the same time- (laughs) Which could be detrimental to Suez if it doesn't happen and then they've just sold off all their assets. Well, this is interesting (laughs) because 
that's not the last, uh, I'm going to call them a spite sale. Uh, that's not the last spite sale that happens. And you're right. Like, if this takeover doesn't go they're going to be left with nothing. Well, maybe not nothing, but there's billions and billions of dollars worth of assets and some cities that they're selling. Are Veolia buying any of the assets? Suez aren't selling to Veolia. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but what's to stop them? Yeah, anyway. Well, I mean, two sides have to agree on a deal. True. Yeah. So, um, now- It feels like Suez are led by a hothead. Well, wait until you hear this next <laughs> bit. So, <laughs> the Suez board create what has been labelled a poison pill- um, and basically the background is Veolia were planning as part of like the competition uh, concerns and making sure that this deal wasn't anti-competitive. They were going to sell the Suez French water business to another party. So because Veolia has a big water business, Suez has a big water business. So they were going to sell the Suez one when they acquired the company. So Suez were like, we're going to ruin this for you. We're going to create a poison pill. And they created a Dutch foundation that owns one share in the Suez water business and then changed like the company constitution that said any sale of this business has to be unanimous. So all shareholders have to agree. So if this Dutch foundation that owns one share, just one share, um, doesn't, uh, doesn't agree... Game Veolia over. can't sell the Suez water business and Veolia won't want to sell their water business because it's great. Yeah. Um, so it, it's been labelled a poison pill. The Veolia chairman goes on French TV, calls the move pathetic and a betrayal of France. Wow. And I was just thinking that. Imagine who's the Woolies chairman at the moment, Gordon Cairns? Yeah. Imagine if he goes on TV and calls Coles pathetic and betraying Australia. <laughs> like, you just don't have that hate in Australia. <laughs> it would be epic. Or, like, if Larry Diamond, went, uh, the CEO of Zip, went and said the same thing about Afterpay. Yeah. You just don't have that level of tension. Maybe we should try and get stir it up a bit. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, Octo- we're now in October. Uh, Veolia finally acquired that 29.9%. And then Suez sue Veolia in court. And Veolia lose their rights as shareholders of Suez. And at the same time, the Suez CEO tells his staff they're going to fight Veolia and he wants them to make Suez inaccessible to Veolia and basically increase the share price as much as possible. Don't let this acquisition happen. So tensions are running hot. Mm. At this stage, the French Prime Minister is also involved. Um, I mean, these are two huge French companies. November, it heats up again. At Suez's request, uh, court-appointed bailiffs raid Veolia's office, seize computers, search servers, and basically are looking for information about of wrongdoing in relation to the sale of the 29.9% of Suez. Suez also put together an alternative bid at exactly the same price that Suez are offering and say they want to take that bid. So no better for shareholders. Yeah. 18 euros a share is the takeover price both from Veolia and Su- and this private equity firm. But Suez are just like, we don't want to be with Veolia, so we'll take exactly the same price from someone yeah, else. Yeah. Not sure if that's acting in the best interest of shareholders, but tensions are clearly running hot at this point. No deal, nothing gets done. Activist investors are getting uh, angry. The French government are involved. Get to January, Suez do another round of spite sales, sell wow. off more assets. They sell off water business or they announce that they're going to sell off water businesses in Spain, Chile and the US and they're going to sell waste businesses in Australia and the UK. 
that Australia thing comes back a little bit later. Violia reacts strongly, slamming the announcement, obviously ropeable that this business that they want to acquire is getting broken up. The UK government get involved and the UK government announce an investigation into Veolia's merger plans and Suez's asset sales. At the same time, February, the EU government, like the EU regulator uh, gets involved uh, and rejects a request from Suez to declare Veolia's actions invalid, basically. Veolia says when it was sick of waiting and they announce a tender offer to buy the remaining shares. Suez calls the move illegal. A court stops Veolia doing it, but Veolia said they've already done it, so they're going to keep doing it, defying the court. French government launches an inquiry into Veolia for doing that. It is just getting so hot. In February, uh, activist investor in Suez calls for Suez's board to be replaced. You know, this has been dragging on for six months now, Mm. and the board is clearly dug in. At the same time, or a month later, or a couple of weeks later, Veolia personally sue the or they announce they're going to sue the board members over this poison pill and they also sue to prevent further asset sales the lawyers would be making a mozza right now and this brings us to today where um well last a couple of days ago last week when this podcast is released um did you see CleanAway's yeah, price shot up, shot up? Yeah. that's because suez signed a 2.5 billion dollar deal with CleanAway to sell basically their Australian waste and recycling business. Um, CleanAway was up 16% on the news and Veolia blasted Suez and CleanAway and accused Suez of doing everything possible to make it impossible to reach an agreement with Veolia. So no resolution on this so far. It's still playing out. It, it, it'll play out for ages, but like there's this poison pill with this Dutch foundation. Suez are just spite selling all their assets around the world um, breaking up their business. Um, the board are obviously dug in. Veolia are suing in every jurisdiction they can. And we've got the UK government, the French government, the EU all involved in uh, investigating what is going on here. This is a multinational corporate dogfight. Uh, and to find out why you have chosen to put one of these companies <laughs> on the watch list, uh, we will find out after this ad break. Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all-new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your Cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. As a person with a very deep voice, I'm hired all the time for advertising campaigns. But a deep voice doesn't sell B2B. And advertising on the wrong platform doesn't sell B2B either. That's why if you're a B2B marketer, you should use LinkedIn ads. LinkedIn has the targeting capabilities to help you reach the world's largest professional audience. That's right. Over 70 million decision makers all in one place. All the big wigs, then medium wigs. 
Also, small wigs who are on the path to becoming big wigs. Okay, that's enough about wigs. LinkedIn ads allows you to focus on getting your B2B message to the right people. So, does that mean you should use ads on LinkedIn instead of hiring me, the man with the deepest voice in the world? Yes. Yes, it does. Get started today and see why LinkedIn is the place to be to be. We'll even give you a $100 credit on your next campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash results to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash results. Terms and conditions apply. So, Ren, we've just heard the pretty incredible story, uh, multinational dogfight that is going on between uh, Veolia and Suez and how some of the companies here in Australia, CleanAway, have been, I guess, dragged into it to their benefit. But let's uh, take a bit of a look at Veolia itself, um, perhaps worth going through what it does, and then we can take a look at some of the numbers. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, look, this is me just adding it to the watch list because I think, well, I mean, one, simply Wall Street said it was 50% undervalued, which definitely piqued my interest. But two, if they do acquire Suez, they're going to be a powerhouse in the global waste and water business. Like some of those big American companies I talked about at the top um, are just american focused veolia suez um Ramondas, although they're private are truly international players in the in the waste industry uh, and suez and veolia in the water industry um so a bit about veolia it was founded in 1853 in france so it's a very old company um designs and provides water waste and energy management solutions worldwide uh, it offers, so this is talks to its scale, it offers drinking water to 100 million people worldwide, wastewater services to 61 million people worldwide, waste collection services to 40 million people worldwide, and heating and cooling services to 80, sorry, 8 million people worldwide. Wow. So it's a huge company. Now, uh, I had a look on Ticker uh, and pulled out some of the numbers. So 2020, uh, covid affected year um it did 26 billion euro in revenue which is about 40 billion in aussie dollars um but its revenue hasn't really been growing uh 0.82 percent of uh, is the compound annual growth rate for the last five years between 2015 and 2020 flat. so yeah it's a company that is so big and the industry is quite heavily regulated and like the the nature of um you know, waste pricing is that there's a lot of government intervention, landfill taxes, levies, all that stuff, like, you know, in incentives to get more renewables, get more recycling, like all that stuff. Um, so you wouldn't really expect a business this big in this industry to grow more than the rate of inflation, um, which again, the Simply Wall Street 50% was ringing in my ears. If you look pre-COVID, so 2014 to 2019, Revenue grew at 2.6% a year uh, on an average growth rate, which again is sort of, it's basically inflation. That's that's the key takeaway from the revenue numbers. Yeah, that's what you're getting uh, from a top line revenue growth. Profit is interesting though. So 2020 was tough. 2020 was COVID interrupted. It did 88 million euro in profit, which is about 163 million Aussie dollars. Off 40 billion Aussie dollars in revenue, Jeez. very thin, thin profit margins, margins. Yeah, yeah. yeah but 2020 obviously can be a bit of uh noise and not signal just because of the year that it was if you look at 2019 it did about 620 million euro in um in profit between 2014 and 2019 so ex- excluding the covid year 
it's grown its profit at 21% compound annual growth rate. And so I think that's where the Simply Wall Street number starts to make sense. And that's where this business starts to become interesting. It's a business that isn't going to grow its revenue massively. If it acquires Suez, its revenue will jump up. But you, because it's acquired all of Suez's yeah. revenue, but you're not really expecting the phenomenal growth rates we're seeing in a lot of the tech companies and stuff that we find really compelling. This is a capital management, cash management, you know, um, story. It's it's a story of um, how do you make this business as efficient as possible yeah. to deliver as much profit for shareholders. Now, one thing that Simply Wall Street uh, has that I really find quite useful when I was looking at this company and just more generally is they aggregate as many analyst predictions as possible. So they, um, for future years, you know, it can sometimes be really hard to project yourself uh, what the business is going to do in the future. And so Simply Wall Street, try and get as much data as possible and give you that information. So to give you an idea of their projections, so from 2021 to 2024, um, they expect revenue to grow sort of uh, to 29 billion euro from 26 billion euro today. So it's a compound annual growth rate between 2019 and 2024. The projection is 1.3, 1.4%. So That's again, inflation we're talking inflation. Again, that, that just builds on that narrative. But the profit, the analysts, like Wall Street analysts, European analysts expect profit. So 2019 was 620 million euros. Uh, 2024, the uh, consensus expectations is 1.1 billion. So they expect it to just shy of double profit in that time, uh, which is about 12.3% compound annual growth rate. So again, that story of um, this isn't a, this isn't a business that is going to grow incredibly quickly, but it may be able to grow its profit by managing the business uh, incredibly efficiently. Yeah, bit lesser than the twenty percent cargo that it did from fourteen to nineteen. True, true. What's going on there? Well, I don't know. It's, it gets tougher. Like <laughs> yeah, you, it does, as yeah. as you as you pick the low hanging <laughs> fruit, you have to reach higher and do more. To, yeah. to get more efficient. But I mean, this business has been around for so long. Um, so that's why I just want to add it to the watch list. I don't want to add it to the portfolio. Sure. I want to add it to the watch list partly because like, you know, if you can grow its profit, it's, it is meaningfully gets more valuable, yeah. but also I'm watching it because of this corporate yeah, dogfight. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I think just some, some, I guess some concluding thoughts on, um, what, what to potentially like and then what the risks are from a, not from a numbers perspective, but from a qualitative perspective yeah so what to like about these waste and water companies um a lot of them are local monopolies like if you own a landfill chance it's very difficult for someone to open a second landfill near you like you know all these waste companies work together to you know put volume into whatever landfills nearby if you're in a place like sydney there's obviously going to be a couple but um they build pretty strong local monopolies and a key part of that is because if you're not the most transport efficient one like if you have to go further out that adds cost to everyone else and so if you can be in good location if you can offer good pricing um it's difficult for people to to come and disrupt you um so that's number one and same with like you know regulated water utilities and wastewater treatment plants and stuff 
it's very rare that someone offer, opens a second wastewater treatment plant and tries to compete with you. Yeah. Like if you've got the contract with Sydney Water, you've got the contract with Sydney Water. Um, so that's one. Uh, two, industry tailwinds. So there's a lot of investment being made in um, you know renewable energy and uh, reducing waste to landfill. And these companies are critical players in in that like no one else is going to build waste to energy infrastructure no one else is really going to build um like more recycling plants and even if someone else builds them you know like macquarie is investing in a waste to energy plant in wa but they're not going to operate it like violia ramondez Suez, clean away like it bingo maybe like if someone's going to build these facilities in australia these are the companies that are going to operate them. And that's the same around the world. Um, and so that, there's a lot of money flowing into that space, a lot of outside capital flowing into that space. And, and these guys are going to be critical players in that, in that journey. An interesting dynamic that's playing out is that landfills are, have incredibly strong margins. Um, recycling facilities, not so much. And so these waste companies want to get volume in landfill from a financial perspective. Not but, great. But the like the industry is pushing them and governments are pushing them and consumers are pushing them and local councils who have incredible bar- bargaining power are pushing them to um uh put more into recycling which yeah. is then like hurts Thin their margins margin, yeah. yeah so that's an interesting dynamic um and in some ways future regulation may entrench the biggest players because they're best able to adapt to it you know there's things happening in australia at the moment where uh waste trucks are going to have to have like accurate weights on the back and stuff like that and like weight-based billing and stuff and that's happened overseas as well and it's like the the companies are going to be able to invest that capital to retrofit all their trucks aren't going to be the you know the local operators with a few trucks it's these big companies that often often regulation helps entrench the biggest players in a market um so i think that's things to like some things not to like number one is this is not a fast-growing industry no. Um, and that's that's the nature of the industry and that's the nature of these massive companies. Um, number two, this Suez battle is going to drag out and who yeah. knows how long, who knows how distracted they'll be, who knows what the outcome of it will be and, and you know, what that will mean. Um, so there's a big risk there. And then a question that I don't have an answer to, but I don't, I don't think you'll have an answer to because I haven't given you any notice on it but for, <laughs> for me it's like you look at a company like waste management or a public services that's in the states but is two or three times the size of violia why aren't they putting a competing bid in for suez because they're run by a bunch of hotheads what do you mean <laughs> <laughs> i think anyone that's running a 72 billion dollar company no no, no has- as in suez yeah i guess i well, guess stay clear of that i look guess at what's going on but it's like this. I just don't understand. Like they're so big. Why don't they try and expand internationally? Seventy billion dollar company. Not bad. Seven hundred billions better. Yeah, true. <laughs> I don't think. Yeah, who knows? Maybe we uh, give them a call and see if we can get the CEO. True, that would be big. <laughs> we'll ask him. Would he ever consider a name change? Waste management is a bit boring. <laughs> no, but it's a very good name for SEO results on Google. True, true, <laughs> true. Yes, that is actually something that all. Companies should adopt. Woolworths should change their name to Food and Drink food Store. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so that's that's that one. I really just wanted to talk about the uh, the dog fight that's yeah. happening. Yeah, yeah, nice, Ren. Well, we'll uh, certainly add it to the community watch list. 
Do we have the watch list up and running or? No. We can put that. We'll make sure we get that up and running. <laughs> we're uh, getting, we're, we are getting a new website in say, May. Yeah, we are yeah, getting yeah. a new website in May. I want to make this very clear to you guys out there. We know it's not up to scratch and uh, we've been working a day and night over the last few months um, to get something that is much better quality and uh, more aligned with uh, what we want to be delivering for the Equity Mates community. Yeah. So. We know the portfolio sucks online. We know the community <laughs> stock watch list sucks online and we will be getting it up yeah. very soon. So hang with us. It's uh, just around the corner and you guys are going to love it. Um, and when I say we have been working day and night, our dev team has been working yeah, day and yeah, night. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we have been uh, signing things off day and night. Yes. <laughs> Now, uh, a reminder as well that if you uh, did enjoy Ren's uh, pitch there, and uh, thank you, Ren, that was incredibly interesting. Um, some of the numbers that you've been pulling were from Ticker. Uh, as you said, there is a, a wait list to get on there. However, uh, if you would like free access and uh, to, to check it out, it's in beta, head to ticker.com slash equitymates. That is T-I-K-R.com slash equitymates. You'll be able to um, jump the queue, get straight in, and it is a phenomenal resource for finding information on all almost all the companies around the world yeah, that are global. listed. Yeah, global. Yeah, yeah. Uh, likewise, if you would uh, like a sort of distilled, uh, I guess, way to uh, – view companies and and think about valuation then simply wall street is a another resource that uh, ren clearly used in this uh pitch so we'll add it we'll leave it there yeah that was great um tough act to follow oh I, you're I, doing what 30 <laughs> stocks for 30 years in 30 minutes easy that's going to make great social content as well. <laughs> <laughs> We're all about the social content. <laughs> Looking forward to that. Um, Is it going to be a thing where every minute I ring a bell and you have to move on to the next one? Sure. Jeez, I'm going to have a lot of fun with that. <laughs> <laughs> that will be coming uh, towards the middle of May, I think, is when we've scheduled that one. Okay, so, okay. Um, looking forward and to that. And then what we can do is in the Facebook group, put all 30 stocks and ask people which one they, they like the best from your pitch. Sure. <laughs> uh, so that is uh, the community uh, watch list. Next week, Ren, we are going to be doing an industry deep dive on hydrogen. So uh, for everyone out there that is interested in that space or has no idea what's going on, um, that's what we'll be doing next Monday. And again, remember, check out our social channels. We do have a live event coming up here in Sydney, but you're able to stream in from wherever you are around the world. So uh, yeah. Let's leave it there. What a wrap. That, nice one. Equitymates Investing Podcast is a product of Equitymates Media. All information in this podcast is for education and entertainment purposes only. It is not intended as a substitute for professional finance, legal, or tax advice. The hosts of Equitymates Investing Podcast are not financial professionals and are not aware of your personal financial circumstances. Before making any financial decisions, you should read the product disclosure statement and, if necessary, consult a licensed financial professional. Do not take financial advice from a podcast. For more information, head to the disclaimer page on the Equitymates website where you can find ASIC resources and find a registered financial professional near you. In the spirit of reconciliation, Equitymates Media and the hosts of Equitymates Investing Podcast acknowledge the traditional custodians of country throughout Australia and their connections to land, sea and community. We pay our respects to their elders past and present and extend that respect to all Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander people today. 
As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of $15,178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer and set of offers. $15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe and Summit 4xe models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. Spin your passion into a business with Shopify and break sales records with the world's best converting checkout. Let's hear that one more time. The world's best converting checkout. Shopify's legendary checkout makes it easier for customers to shop on your website, across social media, and everywhere in between. Now that's music to your ears. Any way you spin it, you can be a smash hit with Shopify. Start your dollar a month trial today at shopify.com slash records.